Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Much to tell you about this evening. A lot of important things happening, uh, and we'll get to them all. Uh, the media spin, of course, is that uh, Donald Trump did okay in New Hampshire, where the reality is he, he did very well. Um, New England is not MAGA country. Um, from uh, southern Connecticut to Holton, Maine, there's not a state that will go for Donald Trump next time around. Um, there are a lot of reasons why, uh, it's not as liberal New England as you would think it would be. Massachusetts, of course, is Vermont, but, um, Donald Trump's not a favorite son there and he gets a, uh, a pretty resounding win. And that is the subject of this evening's talking points memo. Final numbers, uh, Trump beat Haley by 11 points. Um, not a bad showing for the ambassador. She did fine. Um, and at 8.19 Eastern time, she stepped to the podium. Go. They know Trump is the only Republican in the country who Joe Biden can defeat. You can't fix, you can't fix the mess if you don't win an election. You want to win. A Trump nomination 
is a Biden win and a Kamala Harris presidency. I defeat Biden handily. With Donald Trump, you have one bout of chaos after another. This court case, that controversy, this tweet, that senior moment. You can't fix Joe Biden's chaos with Republican chaos. Okay, so the message is that uh, Nikki Haley leads in the polls over Joe Biden. That's why you should support her. But the Republicans in New Hampshire rejected that message and supported Donald Trump. That's the truth. So um, about an hour after Nikki Haley said those words, Donald Trump gave his victory speech. Go. And, you know, we have to do what's good for our party. And she was up and I said, wow, she's doing uh, like a speech like she won. She didn't win. She lost. And, you know, last last week we had a little bit of a problem. And if you remember, Ron was very upset because she ran up and she Pretended she won Iowa. Okay, that's okay. I expected Trump to say worse things about Nikki Haley, and he shouldn't, uh, because the nomination is his. She's not going to beat him. And by staying in the race, which is her prerogative, absolutely, she helps Joe Biden, because four weeks, and that's what it'll be, of diminishing Donald Trump, doesn't do the Republicans any good. Now, Nevada coming up, she's not even competing, Nikki Haley. So Trump will get all those delegates. South Carolina is a winner-take-all state. So whoever wins the Republican primary will get all the delegates. There's just no way that Nikki Haley can win. Now, why is she staying in? I mean, there are a couple of speculative reasons. She thinks maybe something will get worse in the legal realm. Um, or uh, something will befall Donald Trump, and then she'll be standing there as a second. I don't think there's any chance she gets VP because Trump does not like her very much. Now, what you can expect is uh, Donald Trump being attacked over a debate. That's what is coming. And I had a debate with Sean Hannity on the radio today, and I think you'd find it very interesting. And it's on BillOReilly.com. We posted it. I say Trump should debate. Hannity says he should not. So my case is this, that to me, if I'm debating Nikki Haley and I've got Trump's record for years in the Oval Office, there's no way she touches me in a policy debate. There's just no way. Nikki Haley has no policy experience at the national level, state level, but not national. Now, if Haley starts to slime him and you're this, you're that, you're that, he does a Ronald Reagan. Trump does a Ronald Reagan. He just kind of floats above it and says, is this really what you want to do, madam? Don't you want to stay on the issues here? Is that really what you want to do? Is that making you look good? There's a million ways to disarm that. And they're not complicated ways. And the amount of pressure that's going to be put on Donald Trump to debate is going to be substantial. Now, the MAGA people will say, oh, no, 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 no. But remember, Trump's got to persuade people who aren't MAGA, who may not like him very much, to come over and vote for him because Joe Biden is so bad. A debate like this gets a lot of eyeballs, independent voters. 
Okay, it would be a big event. And Trump, does, he doesn't even have to really answer Nikki Haley very much. He just goes after Biden. Just built in, all right, exposure for Donald Trump. Because the independent voters aren't watching the MAGA rallies. They're not watching the town halls. They're just not watching. This they would watch. This is a vehicle to get your message out to independent voters. And I know Trump, as you know, for longer, I don't think he fears Nikki Haley. And I was the guy who told them not to debate the five of them. I called it a cacophony of chaos. Christie, Ramaswamy, uh, whoever, you don't want to be up there. That's not going to do you any good. But now it will, because you don't debate Haley per se, you go after Biden. Bang, bang, bang. And finally, well, Hannity brought the issue up, well, it wouldn't be fair. I said, no. The Trump campaign can insist that they have approval of the moderator. They can approve the moderator. It's like a Republican debate. And he is the front runner. So he can approve who, who the moderator would be. And Hannity goes, well, I'll do it. Okay. Fine with me. All right, Hannity, be fair to Haley, I believe. Uh, and Trump should be able to approve Hannity as one of his biggest supporters, right? So I don't see the downside, but I do know that there is just going to be this surge of debate, 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 debate. Now, there is one final point I want to make here, um, that in any kind of a debate, before any words are even uttered, the press will declare Nikki Haley the winner. Because that's what the press is. Um, and so you got to deal with that. But there's no way to mitigate the press at this point. And the good news is that most Americans know how corrupt the press is, and it doesn't matter anymore what they say. Doesn't matter. LA Times going out of business. I'll tell you about that in a moment. Um, so, anyway, uh, that's what you'll see the crescendo for a debate. I don't know what the Trump people will do. I know what I would do if I were Donald Trump. Got to get those independent people over. You have to do that. If you could peel off 20, 25% of independents who didn't vote for you last time, that's a landslide because Biden's not going to get near what he got last time on a popular vote. That's the memo. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. 
Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKSeedKits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. Okay, so I had to. Um, I was on News Nation last night with my analysis. I hope you saw it. If not, we have it posted on BillOReilly.com. I'm going to be on again tonight with Chris Cuomo. Um, but I had to watch, you know, and I'm floating around. I'm, I, had, I had speed dial on the Knicks, the Islanders, CNN, Fox News, and News Nation. I had five. Massive headache. So... I notice a theme on the cable news operations. Roll it. Uh, So we'll wait and see how this plays out tonight. We'll wait to see if Nikki Haley can pull out any surprises here tonight. But is it too little, too late? We will have to wait and see. We will wait and see at the end of the night. And that's why we wait. We wait to see. Yes, we wait to see. We wait and see. Now, these people are getting paid. Money is going there into their pockets to say, well, wait and see. I could have given you 100 wait and sees. What did I give you? One, two, three, four, five. I give you five. I give you 100. We have to wait and see. Guess what? I have to wait and see. I scolded Cuomo last night when his opening question to me was, what do you make of this? I went, what? What do I make of what? There was a presidential primary vote. What do you want to know? What do I make of it? This kind of trite nonsense has infected broadcast journalism now. I'm not even going to call it journalism anymore. Broadcasting. All right. These people, they get up there. They have no obligation to you to give you anything other than trite cliches. How many times at the end of the days that I hear yesterday? Oh, at the end of the day, the end of the day, <laughs> drives me nuts. Why does it drive me nuts? That's my neurosis, I think. I mean, I have standards that we oppose here on the No Spin News, which is why you're watching and listening. But why do I care what these people, I just drives me chalk. It's like that nails on that blackboard. Ah, let's wait and see. Okay. Uh, let's bring in a guy who doesn't say wait and see. He's a pollster. He deals in facts. He deals in numbers. He's worked for uh, the Trump campaign. And uh, his name is John McLaughlin. He joins us now from upstate New York. Uh, headline for you. Uh, first of all, if I made any mistakes or said something ridiculous, please chastise me now. But headline for New Hampshire is... Uh, nice try, Nikki, but no cigar. 
So this was this was her one shot to ambush Trump because you know New England really well, right? You used to yep. be a reporter in Boston. Yep. And New Hampshire, half the voters, 44%, are undeclared, unaffiliated. It's now, New Hampshire used to be a pretty Republican state, and it's now a, a northern suburb of Boston. So you have all these independent voters who are, you know, a lot of them are closet Democrats. And uh, you only have 28% Democrats, you have 28% Republicans. So we had a historic turnout of voters in the Republican primary yesterday, but it was because Nikki Haley, and she was supported by Biden supporters, she was supported by, uh, you know, never Trumpers, and uh, they were driving out independents who really support Biden into the Republican primary. And that's why instead of the usual two to one Republican to uh, independent ratio, it was really a 50-50 ratio and Trump still won by double digits. And, you know, that's that's a stunning blow for her because she was, a couple of weeks ago, she was hoping to win. Then she was lowering it to within double digits. And as, by the way, this wait and see last night, they had exit polls. They knew Trump was a winner. They were hesitating calling because they wanted people to watch for a while. And yeah, uh, we all know. Yeah, so, right. so they and, went, and, but, and they don't know anyway. What you just said, they don't even know any of that. All right, these right. pundits, they're lazy. They get up there, they, the management tells them what they should say, and they say it. But they, they're not right. like you. They're not analyzing who's voting, why they're voting, uh, what the odds are that Nikki Haley would be successful. The key question today on the morning after is that Nikki Haley has to know, has to know, right. she is not going to defeat Donald Trump for the nomination. She also right. has to know that Donald Trump doesn't like her very much, so the odds of her being vice president are low. So why does she continue? Uh, why do, I don't know because if you ask her, if you ask her like, what state are you going to win? They can't tell you. They're not going to win any states because I, I mean, just to give you one more statistic on New Hampshire, in our tracking, in our sample, and the campaign told me our numbers were dead on. We never released them, but internally they knew we were dead on. And uh, Chris, Chris Lasavita and Susie Wiles told me it was exact. But we had three in 10 of the New Hampshire primary voters on the Republican side were former Democrat primary voters. They're not going to vote for Nikki Haley in November. They're not going to vote for Trump in November. They're going to vote for Biden. So, uh, uh, so we had that in New Hampshire. That's not going to happen in South Carolina. South Carolina is an open primary, but there's a Democrat primary with delegates, unlike New Hampshire. And then there's a, a Republican primary that's a, a pretty conservative Republican primary where Donald Trump is beating her in the polls right now. Yeah, it's so, mega country, sure. And beating her by a lot. Now, I think she'll close the gap there a little bit. Got some money to spend, a familiar face. The local press in uh, South Carolina will be deferential to Nikki Haley. She'll get decent press. And the national press is actually rooting for her. Um, right. But it comes all down to this that Donald Trump, in my opinion, shouldn't even bother with Nikki Haley anymore. He should right. be running against Biden and use a debate situation to go after Biden. I mean, right. a massive amount of exposure that he gets, and he can just swat Nikki away. He doesn't have to be rude either. Not to no. be rude. And then and direct the way, it at Biden. You're right. Absolutely. Because that's how we got here. We, we got here 
pursuing Joe Biden as the worst president in history of the United States, whether it's the border, whether it's whether it's wars, endless wars, whether it's the economy with inflation. That's how Donald Trump got here. His record as president is better than Joe Biden's. And that's why, by the way, we're ahead in the polls. Nikki Haley is not ahead of Joe Biden in the polls. Rasmussen reports she crashed in December. And, and, and Rasmussen reports last week had her had Trump up eight and her down two against Joe Biden. So the voters know that we can beat Joe Biden. But on the other hand, Joe Biden knows it. And he's preparing through his uh, third party group, American Bridge, a $200 million campaign to attack Donald Trump oh, in yeah. the battleground states. Absolutely. So that, gotta... that campaign, by the way, was in New Hampshire very quietly, pumping mm -hmm. uh, money for the people to go out and tell the unaligned voters to vote uh, for Nikki Haley. They spent yep. millions of dollars up there doing that. So you're right, I believe, that the uh, Biden campaign knows it's going to be Trump. And do you have any idea, other than Trump's the devil, democracy's on the ballot, He's a fascist. He's Hitler. Is there any other strategy that they have to unveil that would surprise anybody? Uh, well, they've 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 indicted the guy four times trying to make him the Nelson Mandela of America. Then they tried to knock us off the ballot. They've tried to confiscate his wealth, and now we got to deal with. Uh, okay, they're going to attack us, and they're going to say we're for cutting Social Security, which is not true. That's a, he, four years as president. He refused to do it. And and they're going to, you know, they'll come after us on abortion and they'll come after us on uh, the usual Democrat issues. But Donald Trump, you know, in the meantime, it's his record. We had low inflation, growing economy. The America was strong. You didn't have uh, Putin attacking Ukraine. You didn't have Hamas terrorists attacking Israel. And and. You know, even crime in local in, in local areas, suburban areas, it's high because Joe Biden is such a weak and bad president. So, right. But the border is the big one. The, the border, you could run against Biden just on the border and beat him, I think. You don't even have to worry about 17 percent higher prices for essentials of life. You could just beat him on the border. Hey, John, thanks very much. We always appreciate your expertise. We will talk to you again soon, I hope. The president and vice president were out in Virginia kicking off their campaign. And the main issue in the Biden administration, not the economy, not national security, not immigration, abortion. Go. We have in Joe Biden a courageous fighter for our most fundamental freedoms as Americans including, of course, the freedom to make decisions about one's own body and not have their government tell them what they're supposed to do. And, of course, today that freedom is under profound threat. Today in America, women are being turned away from emergency rooms forced to travel hundreds of miles to get basic health care, forced to go to court to plead to help to protect themselves and the ability to have children in the future. The cruelty is astounding. But there's never a mention of the cruelty of uh, destroying the fetus. Now, I'm not on a soapbox here. To me, this isn't a pro-life, pro-choice issue. This is a 
human rights versus civil rights issue. Okay, that's that's what abortion is to me. So human rights means that you destroy as few potential human beings as possible. Certainly, if a mother's life is in danger or catastrophic health, certainly that should be legal. Rape and incest, certainly. But you don't do unfettered abortion like Joe Biden. Anytime, any place, for anything, any reason at all. Reasonable limits, and this is what the Supreme Court ruled, should be placed on a destructive action, medical procedure, like abortion. Does that make sense to everybody? Secondly, if you are a Roman Catholic, as Joe Biden says he is, you know your religion says that all life is sacred. So therefore, it is your responsibility as a Catholic to save as many lives as you can. So how do you do that? You don't run out like Biden is and say, abortion anytime for any reason. That is 180 degrees opposite the Catholic philosophy. What you might do is say, we're going to invest in adoption, we the federal government, and in counseling services to try to lessen the number of fetuses destroyed. That is the humane way. The communist and fascist societies embrace abortion, always have, always have. They think it's noble. I get the feeling, and this might be unfair, that Kamala Harris thinks having an abortion is a noble thing to do. That's what I get the feeling. Now, Biden, it's a little bit different because he doesn't know what he's saying, and he has no belief systems at all. And I've said this before, and it might be unfair. I'm glad I'm not Joe Biden if there is a judgment day. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy Genius Life Insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. In our Smart Life segment, understand that life insurance gets pricier with age and work coverage may fall short. Policy Genius simplifies 
by comparing quotes from top companies and ensuring unbiased advice. Their award-winning agents are ready to assist. So don't wait. Spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's policygenius.com. I bring in Isaac Saul. He is the CEO and founder of a news agency called Tangle. Okay, readtangle.com. He's out of Philadelphia. I, re- I read Tangle, and I think it's pretty, uh, pretty honest, pretty straightforward. Um, that's one of the three or four that I will read. So uh, Nikki Haley. She vows to stay in, even if she gets waxed by 15 points tonight, which the Boston Globe says she will. I'm not sure sure about that. Uh, Nikki says, I'm in it. I'm not getting out. You believe her? I believe her that she'll hang in past New Hampshire. Yeah, I mean, I think she's still getting money. There's a, a donors who are still lining up behind her. I'm not totally sure why. I think... You know, I wrote in August of last year that this race was basically over. Trump had a lead in the polls that had never been surrounted by challengers in the history of modern primaries. So he's pretty much had a stranglehold on this from the beginning, and that hasn't changed. But, you know, she could be a little bit competitive. Maybe she overperforms. Maybe instead of getting, you know, 20 or 25 percent of the vote, she gets 35 percent. She comes in a few percentage points above what the polls are showing. I think if that happens, she'll do her best to stick around. But, you know, the reality so why? is... Why? 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 All right. So well, she's, I... she's not going to win her home state. And that's four weeks away, four long weeks away. All right. And not going to win South Carolina. It's MAGA country and all of the uh, big shots down there have lined up behind Trump. So why? why? What is in it? You know, most of the time I know these people and why they do what they do. They want to write a book. They want their lecture fees to be jacked up. They have nothing else to do, whatever it may be. But Nikki Haley knows she's not going to be Trump one-on-one. She's not. So why is she hanging around? Well, I think she's, you know, as you sort of mentioned at the top of your segment there, there's a lot of candidates in this race who are on the other side of 70, the other side of 75. And she's a relatively young politician. So I sincerely doubt this is the last time that we see her in a presidential race. I think 2028 is going to be wide open on the GOP side. And if she can prove to some donors and prove to some people in the Republican Party that she's got the chutzpah to stick around with Trump and go toe to toe with him, I think in the long term, that's probably good for her political career, even if she ends up getting trounced in a couple primary races. But, you know, Ron DeSantis dropped out last week. And what did he get for doing that? He got headline after headline about what a total disaster his campaign was. So, you know, on the one hand, it made sense for him to leave the race. But on the other hand, it was a pretty damaging thing from an optics perspective and for the future of his political career, I think, that he didn't even make it to New Hampshire. So if you're Nikki Haley, I think you see that. That was a different situation, though. So, I mean, DeSantis put everything in Iowa, didn't even campaign in New Hampshire, and got killed, so he had nowhere to go. Nikki Haley performed okay in Iowa, um, and as you said, if she, if, she, if she does all right tonight, but if she doesn't and she gets wiped out, 
I don't know. It, then she's going to get a loser tag. You're right in the sense that she is priming herself for four years from now. That's correct. She sees the field. She doesn't see a lot of moderate Republicans in the field. Most are pretty far right. And she goes, you know, I'm going to build name recognition. This is a good way to do it. But the danger there, Isaac, is that she gets the loser tag and she looks foolish, which is absolutely a possibility. She gets wiped out tonight, four weeks of nothing going around. I'm not going to even, you know, I mean, I would interview Nikki Haley, but I would be tough on Nikki Haley. So she'd never come here. Doesn't go into tough venues. Um, but I see a danger for her last word. Yeah. I mean, look, I think the best case that she's going to drop out after New Hampshire is the fact that losing in her home state of South Carolina to Trump by a huge margin would be incredibly embarrassing for her, you know, similar to what Iowa was for DeSantis. So I'll I'll certainly give you that, that that is a big, big red light for her. Uh, but, you know, she's made a lot of promises to donors. She's got the thing all these challengers wanted, which is Trump one on one. And she's proved to be a pretty stubborn lady. So maybe she'll stick around for all a right. bit. Who knows? We'll see. OK, Isaac, appreciate it very much. Tangle. Go to Tangle and check it out. You'll like it. All right. Polling morning consult. Six thousand four hundred seventeen registered voters. That's a big crew. OK. Question number one. Um, who do you support Biden or Trump to be the next president? Trump 45, Biden 40, someone else 10. That would be RFK, I guess. Don't know five. That's good news for Donald Trump. He's up by five in a morning console poll, which is not historically friendly to Republicans. Okay. So it seems that Trump has momentum. You'll probably get more after tonight. Then there's another poll, Harris poll, 2,346 registered voters. Uh, What is the most important issue in the campaign? Immigration, 35%. Inflation, 32. Economy and jobs, 25. Crime and drugs, 16. Healthcare, 16. No sign of abortion. Remember that. Okay. So Biden and, and Harris, it's abortion, 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 is five ahead of it. You know her word because it's a disaster. Those issues. Okay, that is the election again. I'll be on eight forty-five News Nation this evening with analysis, and um, that should be interesting. Okay, so I got a lot of mail about the Supreme Court ruling five-four yesterday that the state of Texas has to take down the razor wire it has placed on some parts of the southern border. I would have voted the same way. If you are going to uphold the, uphold the Constitution, excuse me, clear. Federal government has jurisdiction on all borders and all immigration law. It is not nebulous. There is no two sides of the story. There's no caveat in the Constitution that says, but if Joe Biden is a moron, and irresponsible and won't obey the law, then the individual states can usurp the power. That's not there. Okay? And this is what happens when American voters put people in office who won't obey 
the law. Joe Biden is not obeying the law. He's not upholding it. He won't do it. We got to toss him. He's got to go. Same thing with your DAs and everything else. So it's five to four. And then basically the federal government said, look, all this razor wire is blocking the Border Patrol from doing its duty. That's a bunch of bull. Border Patrol can easily get around anything that Texas puts up. But the Constitution is clear, as I said. So that's what that's all about. Now, there is a mother, and I feel so sorry for her. Um, name is Tammy Nobles. Okay? And uh, she is suing the federal government, Department of Homeland Security, and the Health and Human Services Department for $100 million. Because her daughter, 20 years old, Kayla, autistic, was murdered by an M13 El Salvadoran in Maryland. Okay? So this is about as horrible as it gets. And Ms. Nobles has, the reason she was murdered is because Biden is allowing criminals to come into the country unsupervised, which is true. There's no doubt it's true. There's no two sides to the story. I don't think she's going to win her lawsuit. The reason being is that her daughter, again autistic, was living with this Salvadoran guy. Complicates matters here. But the overarch is that the open border leads to death. Crime, ODs for narcotics, abuse, trafficking, you name it. Again, go back to Joe Biden. Does he care? Does he put, can he put that together? The answer is no, he cannot. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Smart life. It's an important segment. So a lot of Americans are overweight. I think it's half of us are overweight. And some of us are on the way to the grave because we're too zoftig. Okay? So losing weight, makes you healthier, makes you look better. It's important. Many millions of Americans, led by Marie Osmond, who's on television more than anyone. I think Marie Osmond's on television more than anyone, okay, is losing weight. Good. Now, to me, I've gone over this before. If you cut out the sugar and fast food and you walk 
three, four times a week, you'll lose weight. Now, you got to discipline yourself. Maybe two desserts a week, maybe one pizza a week, you know, pizza dinner once. But you got to get away from the fat and the, and the garbage, all right, the junk food. And sugar is going to kill you. Now, once in a while, okay, but it's, you're eating sugar every day. It's a matter of when, not if. Okay, so this, there was a study uh, done by dietitians, uh, and it said, weight loss is a personal journey. I hate that. <laughs> okay. And you should keep it personal. I like that. All right, because if you broadcast your quest to lose weight, you may get snide criticism. You know how people are. And unwanted comments. Why do you want that stress? Why? So this applies not only to losing weight, but it applies to anything personal in your life that you're trying to do, good or bad. Don't broadcast it. Now, if you have a confidant, somebody who's stood the test of time, somebody you can actually look at and say, just between you and me, and no, it's going to be kept just between you and me, and that's rare. That is rare. But if you have somebody, then you can talk about anything. And I hope you do have somebody. I really hope you do. But most people don't. And broadcasting about your weight problem or whatever it is that's ailing you or your family problems, don't do it. Don't do it. Unless you think the person can help, really, in a profound way. But even then, boy, you got to be careful. So keep it to yourself. Uh, discipline. And they, they give you a tip here. Walk 10,000 steps a day and use a fitness app to track. Okay. I don't walk 10,000 steps a day because Holly the Terror Dog is a little dog. <laughs> okay. I have to drag Holly the Terror Dog when I take her out because I have a big stride. And, I, and I'm like, when I go out to walk, I move it. And there's Holly going like this. I don't walk 10,000 steps a day. I say 5,000 steps a day. So you get the little gizmo, you put it on your soul, whatever it is. I don't even have it. I don't care. Okay, but I walk as much as I can. All right, that combined with a better diet, then I don't have a weight problem. And the reason I don't have one is because of clothes. I get free clothes, <laughs> okay? And if I get chubby, I grow out of the free clothes. So therefore, I have to buy the clothes. No, I don't want to do that. I like the free clothes. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you want to do with your life if you're under 30? If you're over 30, you're already in. You, you know what you're doing. So there is a Gallup survey released this week about honesty and ethics, <clears throat> how Americans see various professions. And we are going to discuss it now. It's very interesting. Clergy. Please tell me how you would rate the honesty and ethical standards of the clergy in this country. High, 32%. That's not good. Average, 45. Low, 20. Now, my experience with the clergy in uh, Catholic circles, 50% good, 50% no. 
Members of Congress, high honesty and ethics, 6%. (laughs) Average 24, low 70. This is embarrassing. 70% of Americans believe Congress is corrupt. And they have good reason. Because they're in there and they get very little done. Uh, It's all about me, right? All about me. Not about you, the voter, the American citizen. Next one. Uh, Senators. So members of Congress, Congress people, senators. uh, Pretty much the same. High ethics, eight. Average 30. Low 61. They're they're held in a little bit more esteem. This one surprised me. Lawyers, 16 high. Average 52. Low 31. Uh, I would flip the average in the low, okay? But maybe it's because I live in the Northeast. And there's a different, the legal firm here is absolutely falling apart. So probably in other parts of the country, it's not what's bad. You need a good lawyer, a trusted lawyer. Medical doctors, high 56, average 30, low 13. Okay, um, that's good. You need a good doctor. Nurses, high 78, much higher than doctors. Average 18, low 3. Nursing is a noble profession. Police officers, high 45, average 37, low 18. I think that's a, I would, that's a little low for me. I think police officers, generally speaking, across the country, could earn a lot more money doing something else. That's number one. But you got to respect the fact that they're protecting and serving at a lower salary. And most of them are honest. Journalists, hello, journalists. High ethics, 19, average 34, low 47. That's cutting journalists a break. Right now, 50%, maybe 55 of journalists are corrupt. <laughs> By that I mean, they do what they, they're told to do. Now, if you don't, then you're going to have to move on. Because if your immediate superior in a newsroom, a news organization tells you to do something, and it's wrong, and you don't do it, bye, you're gone. There's no appeal. There's no anything. Okay? You're dead. So I understand what's happening. But you have to live with it. I never lived with it. Okay, so I moved all over the country, mostly good experiences, but some bad, some corrupt. I walked right out of the corrupt places. Bye. See you. Not going to do it. Yeah, I know it's a self-aggrandizement for me, but you could ask anybody. And I've been in journalism now 49 years. I got a lot of people that I worked with. You could ask anybody. I would never do anything corrupt. It was so offensive to me. I'm going out and covering a story in an honest way. I'm not letting you change my script. I write every word I say. I always have. Nobody writes for me, ever. Okay, final thought. I took Delta from West Palm Beach to LaGuardia, New York City yesterday. Good. Airport under control. Okay. Flight took off on time. Very professional, very crowded flight. I'm surprised. A lot of people float. Um, no problem at all. Everything went smoothly and, um, it's tight. No doubt about it. It's not the most comfortable experience in the world, but gets you there. 
So Flightlands, LaGuardia, I'm 6'4". I always do this. I stand up and I get baggage down for other people. Okay? Old ladies or whatever it may be. A lot of heavy stuff up there. And I, I just boom, 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 boom. I just do it. Okay? The lady sitting next to me had big thing. I got it on. Looks at me. Doesn't say thank you. Doesn't say thank you. Okay? Then the young woman had to be 20, 21 across the aisle. She'd get two heavy things. I get that. She was so grateful. I'm going, this woman next to me, about 60, you know, should have known better. Should have been just a simple thank you. But this young woman over here, and and I gave the, another side look to this woman. Yeah, probably just loathed me. I understand that. Okay. But, and then I had to walk a half mile from the plane to the exit of LaGuardia Airport. Half mile. I don't know how older people do. I know they have the little carts and everything. Half mile? Jeez. I think I'm whining. Don't want to do that. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you on Monday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.